Hello. 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 Mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, everyone, hi again. Hi. We've Welcome. missed you so. Oh, um, time is such a flat circle right now. It it's it seems meaningless oh, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I just want to say we're sorry about kind of punking out on you for a couple weeks. But don't worry, we're back. Honestly, I am sorry, but also it is hard to tell the difference between weeks and days right now. Yeah, so in I'm my sure mind, it, it is still March in my mind. Yeah, it's March 75th. Uh-huh. And yeah, I know. I was talking to my therapist today talking about like all the stuff that's happened so far this year and i was saying that it feels like wow i can't believe all that stuff happened this week i know that's how it feels i know it really does feel that way and i in in the interim robin and i both had the opportunity to leave new york and go back to connecticut very safely safely uh safe and sound distanced and I, and you know, uh, conscious and I got to tell you, it did change our lives and it, Oh my God. It had, I think a, a normal impact on us in a lot of ways. And that now we're, now we're insane. Uh, yeah. We'll never, it's like, it's like seeing the face of God and then being yeah. like, all right, go back to, uh, whatever you were doing. It's before. definitely like, Plato's cave. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm out of the cave. I'm out of the cave. I've seen the fucking sunshine and yeah. nothing will be the same. Returning back to this cave is hell on earth. Yeah. And no. every day I'm like, be grateful for what you have. But then I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I just yeah, can't. No, it's different. It's just different. It's different like, now. You can't. Well, yeah. The cat's out of the bag. Like there's no going back. Uh, yeah, it's so listener. it's so intense for me that Robin knows all it took was a single afternoon in a car and I came back to my house and started packing my whole house. I mean, once you uh, uh, listeners to be clear, like we have not left no. our apartments like and so to be able to go outside and like frolic and yeah like whatever it's just like it was so it's so different that it, w- it was like earth shattering and so to like come back for me like I'm I'm like all right well I'm just gonna have to do that as often as humanly possible oh yeah um, and like yeah I can't even imagine like oh getting able to be outside every day I know it's it makes me so mad it makes me so mad well I mean it does make me mad but it also I'm like oh my god I am excuse me I'm so excited to have something to look forward to oh yeah it's nice to look forward to just um nature definitely but it makes me (laughs) mad because all the people that are protesting have full access to nature 24 seven. No, but you know what? They don't even fucking use it. They like, don't use it. They, the they use it for like hunting and that's just yeah. killing nature. Right. They use it for like sitting outside to drink for like a couple hours a week, maybe. Yeah. And then like the rest of the time 
they're just on their fucking phones and computers and TVs like the rest of us. Yeah, it's really upsetting. It's so upsetting. Guys, I just, I mean, I'm sitting here surrounded by a single watermelon and Mm -hmm. all of my belongings are in boxes. I'm ready to go at any (laughs) minute. But the, the, the strange part is I just don't have anywhere to go. I'm not moving, technically. There's nowhere for yeah, you to go. Yeah, you'll be ready at the drop of a hat. Which I'll I be ready to go. Yeah, and this feeling of relief that swept over me as soon as I packed my whole house, I got to say, I mean, I can't recommend it enough. Well, I yeah. can't. I, I can't recommend it enough. I get it. It's yeah. the same feeling as, I mean, like, it's like this unstoppable train I've found. Once you think about moving, then it's it's like as good as done. Yeah. Like once you even think about it, it's a foregone conclusion. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Yeah. And um, I mean, yeah, my lease isn't up until Halloween, but I don't know like what'll happen between now and then. It could be anything. It could be anything. Truly, anything could happen. This is the real year when nobody knows. Um, If this came out of nowhere, and, yeah. and I know that it didn't really come out of nowhere, but it kind of did. I it, mean, it think definitely about did to like change between February and March. Like, like Thanksgiving, Stephanie had no idea what was coming. I'll tell you what, the, oh, the me on Thanksgiving know. was a different me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the um, me of Thanksgiving was a it was, oof, simpler times. Yeah. Oh. Boy, what I wouldn't do for another Thanksgiving, an eternal giving. We will um, have, to be clear, we are going to have more Thanksgivings. Yeah, that's true, I guess. I should. Just, <laughs> you know, by by Thanksgiving, and I don't want to jinx anything, but surely by Thanksgiving we will be able to eat a meal near oh God, Dude, I, don't, I don't know i don't know no i guess know. another i think maybe the rest of the year is kind of a wash but um, yeah i feel like i don't know i've been doing this bad thing of like comparing the now times to 1918 spanish flu and no, just like hunkering down and being like well i guess i'll need to really cut this watermelon into small cubes and eat it one cube at a time for a year because a it's a good idea anyway but if that's yeah. if that's my only food i do need to save it um, um yeah you know, new york new york today is at the same number of new cases as the beginning of march so that's a humongous know. success and relief mm-hmm. and you know what i would love it's like that thing of when people go off their meds mm-hmm. when they're like i feel so much better i'm gonna go off my meds yeah. no it's the meds. Yeah. Just like no, it's yes. the social distancing. Now, everyone. Yeah, it's the distancing that is making all of all of the the bad stuff less yeah. bad. And I'll tell you what, the the virus is no less deadly than it was before. So oh, everyone I definitely don't think anybody should be getting loosey goosey here. No one's a loose goose. Except You're for my, my cat, who's the loosest who's goose. A very loose goose. He's almost in the a world. He's, so loose. he's he's like a gentle syrup of a goose. Aww, I'm looking for him, him, but I think he's just asleep on my bed. It pains me to no end that none of my friends have met my kittens. I know. I was just about to say, I can't believe I love him so much, and I don't I even know. know him. 
<laughs> I know. It's really he insane. Doesn't even know who I am. It's really, really fucked up. Yeah, it's uncool. Oh. Anybody who fostered pets now and can't like show the world their pet, mm-hmm. I get it. It does hurt. Or yeah. had a baby right now. And like all you can do is post the baby every day. <laughs> That's all you can do. It is all you can do. We're doing all we can. Posting we really our are. Pet, trying to <sighs> not spend money on the internet. I just saw you an know. article about stress spending. Oh boy, it's like that's like my my fucking middle name right now wait uh what did it say did it say that it's okay to do it and you should keep doing it oh it was kind of like it wasn't even really an opinion piece it was more just like everyone's doing this like everybody's stress bending um i'm not i'm like hoarding my pennies and dollars like a Mm -hmm. horrible rumpelstiltskin and that's the right thing to do yeah i hope so otherwise i'm just you know, dragon hoarding and no, I don't know. I mean, one good thing is that like what I keep doing is like an exercise and I guess self-control, which is going on a website, absolutely filling my cart up with everything that I want. And then being like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm not oh, going to yeah. wear shoes anywhere for mm-hmm. so long and then just Xing out of the window because I'm like, what am I doing? I'm Ugh. being an idiot. I do that all the time. And then I get an yeah. email from the company being like, you forgot something. And I'm like, just I leave know. me alone. And I'm like, just let it, just keep it there. Keep it. How I dare you. Yeah, and like, I'm getting all these insane sale emails, like 75% off expensive clogs. And I'm like, this is catered oh, directly you think to I me. I did not shop that clog sale. The I Swedish did buy it. Sale? Yeah. yeah, I did shop it this morning and I can't buy any of it. I just no, looked I at them all. I didn't buy any of it. Same. Well, my justification was like, some of them weren't even that expensive, but I was like, I can't justify buying wooden, uncomfortable. I don't know if they're uncomfortable, but wooden shoes that I might have to return right yeah. now. Like the idea of having to return something is a joke right now. Oh, no, no. You really can't do it. I've been, um, yeah, I have a stack of returns that I just oh. am not sending. Um oh. But a lot of places, you know, this is just a lifestyle tip. A lot of places extended their return, like, window. So, nice. like, 90 days, which is pretty great. That's great. So if it's you're on the fence nice. about something you really want and it's 75% off, I say go for it. Yeah, I mean, I know J. Crew's doing another one of their big sales. Well, they're also out of money, so. Yeah, they're, they've been out of money for a while, I think. They're officially bankrupt. Mm, well... Uh, steals and deals steals and deals steals and deals deals, see if you can get any fake leather while you're looking on the j crew website Uh um it's really a shame because i realized that i paid down my j crew credit card and i guess i could have just waited for them to go bankrupt and be like guess what i'm never paying this um (laughs) but whatever at least i know i didn't yeah, and I didn't directly impact their bankruptcy, which does clear yeah. my conscience. <laughs> yeah, that's in the big way. <laughs> that's the one big. That that was yeah. the one thing keeping mm-hmm. you up at night. Is the five hundred and fourteen dollars that I owe J. Crew over oh, the last God. five years of my life, keeping them out I'll of tell business? You what, I uh, every time they have a sale, the reason I'm not shopping their sale now is every time I'm like. Well, $100 off of $300 is basically free. 
Yeah. And then I end up with a fucking dress that I never wear. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I I tried last year reselling a bunch of shit on Poshmark. But I could not figure out how to talk to anybody on there who was not a robot. And yep. so I just donated all of it instead. That's what I had to do with a lot of my thread up stuff, I think. Yeah. And by I think, I mean, they just haven't gotten back to me ever. So I guess I'm just, I guess they can just have it. There's nothing I can do. Oh, yeah. With the, I think that once they have your bag of stuff, they just, um, they only notify you when somebody buys it, I think. Okay, good to know. I mean, they can have it. Anybody can have anything. Yeah. Come to my house and pick a box. Because it it's like all a boxed. Tip. Yeah. Oh, and you do have some incredible labels on some of the boxes as well. I do. I do. Thank you for reminding me. I think I sent you and you and Zach some of those labels. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can pull one up that I sent to you. Oh, they're so special. I love them. So one of them is just, this is just a list, an itemized list of what's in a box. Stained glass, fairy mm-hmm. cast iron statues, yep. statues, more than one. <laughs> Dream catcher. Never too many. Rooster, gargoyle, chimes, <laughs> Swedish, <laughs> Swedish herb tapestry, embroidered tapestry, or wow. tapestry if you're classy. Pottery. Tapestry? Yeah, I don't know. Fairy snow globe, basket, yep. crystal yep. dish, balancing moon. I love that balancing moon. And that yeah. is the only way to describe what that is. Balancing moon is really the only way to know what's in the box. I feel like a balancing moon. Yeah, it's the only thing. I think I did have to also amend this list and put more things. I put like an antique and Armenian Easter cloth. That's what I added in antique iron. Wow. Oh, I know that iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I bought that Armenian Easter cloth when we went to that Westchester uh, Armenian church. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Best thrift store. It was really a really good one. Wow. Um, Honestly, all that stuff could go. I I should just donate. Uh, I should sell all that stuff, honestly. I still um, think that you should, you know, when all this passes, I think that you have such a knack for thrifting. Thank you. That you could really open up either a an shop. Etsy store or a real life shoppy. I would love to open a shoppe. I think you could open a beautiful boutique antique shoppy. Uh, all I would want is to open one. It's my dream. So if anybody wants to help out there, if anybody has like a little conisto that they want to set me up in, yeah, you know, set her on up. let me know because I will come to your village and I will be the resident, I don't know, witch. You know, the trinket I witch. Could, I bet you could get some pretty cheap real estate maybe in Cannondale right now. <gasps> oh my God, you're right. Although... I mean, not to completely just start talking about small town things, but I think Cannondale's so expensive. I think it's too expensive in general. Well, but the whole town was for sale. The whole area was for sale. Remember? Oh my God, you're right. So I wonder I what think- it's going for nowadays. The whole town oh, of Cannondale. Oh my God, we should check. We, we should check. check. I'm sure yeah. it's still crazy expensive, but you could maybe get a little space. 
it, I mean, it's worth that, it's worth a shot. It's worth looking into it. Yeah. Why I'm going not? to. It's now is the time, especially if any of you out there have been furloughed, if any of you out there have been let go, guys, I got to tell you, start your dream. Rock bottom is just Follow the foundation. I don't know if anybody oh, smart has wow. said that yet. Stephanie, <gasps> that's beautiful. Should I write I, a self-help book? Self-help? Yes. Self-help? Self-help on the self? It's a self-help book. Dude, you should, I don't know where, but you got to post that somewhere or maybe I will post it and quote you. Because I can't that start, I can't just start doing quotes because then you're mm. like, you're, you're on the hook for just coming up with more good quotes. I love Once you when start people, claiming to have them, you know, when people have like their Instagram is all like inspirational quotes, but it's all said by them. Do you, yeah, do you ever insane. see that? Yes. Oh, God, I love it. It's one of the most entertaining. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, a Jack Andy kind of thing. Yeah, but it's I love but it's it. serious. I but think. it's sincere as it's yeah. Sincere. I just Ooh. love that. Well, that could be you, and maybe uh, maybe it should be. Maybe it <laughs> maybe should be you. I should be the voice of our generation now. And when I say I things think, like rock bottom is just a strong foundation, well, it just it just makes it it just makes it obvious that I'm some kind of a profit woman. I will be fully frank with you. I have started listening to like a business podcast, basically, and it all it is is just quotes like that. I'm not even wow. kidding. It's all all quotes like that. And like, I keep coming away wow. from it being like, I didn't even fucking learn anything except like an acronym for a, like a way to remember things. And like, yeah. I didn't even remember the acronym for the way to remember. Like, it's just, you know, yes, it's all I feel it. like every single business person or like seminar is just um, Tim Roth talking to himself in the mirror oh in, in that one movie. Um, <laughs> no. Reservoir Dogs, right? Isn't yes. that that movie where he just talked to himself? He's like, you're so fucking cool. Or it, I don't know. I don't know how the monologue goes, but that's mm -hmm. basically the essence of business is yes. just make yourself um, just like irrefutably mm -hmm. the most powerful person in the room to yourself. Yeah. All you have to do is just jazz yourself up. Yeah. And then it's, 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 you're fucking golden and you're flying. So oh, I think um, if you want to follow your dreams, now is the time. Everybody, just go for it. Just Rock go for it. Is the foundation. Yeah, everybody, just do your dreams. Um, and with that said, actually, welcome. yeah, welcome to that's a spirit podcast. We're doing our <laughs> dream, um, which is just to talk to our friend and then tell a ghost story. Yeah. Um, do you want to go? Do you, have a, do you have a, a goose or do you want me to goose? Well, sure. First, I wanted to read just a couple of headlines that I read this week. I love that. Um, I actually might have one or two as well. Oh, fun. Yeah. Well, stop me, stop me if I'm stepping on any of the ones that you have. Oh, no, no, please. Because um, it seems like uh, being trapped indoors is maybe bringing some of this stuff out. So there was a Times opinion piece this week called Do You oh, Believe sure. in Ghosts? Yep. Re reports of paranormal activity have increased during the pandemic. Have you experienced strange, unexplained sights or sounds? 
And then it just tells a couple of stories and then ask people to like comment, sound off in the oh, comments. Yes. This was in like the student section of the New York yeah, Times. Yeah, exactly. I remember like um, being like, I'll respond. Then I was like, no, Stephanie, you're not a student. <laughs> yeah, but you, well, you're close. You're a teacher. I do tell my, my students that in order to be a teacher, you have to be an eternal student. Wow. You're that, right. That's I another do have good quotes. Quote, I do have good quotes. That's another pull quote. All right. I'm, it's time. I'm redoing my identity. It's going to be different yeah. for me now. It has to be like photos of a beach with that quote on yeah. top of it as text. Yeah. Yes. Um, next article, quarantining with a ghost. It's scary. <laughs> um, for those who believe they've locked down with spectral roommates, the pandemic has been less isolating than they bargained for. That's also the Times. Oh, yeah. This was a great article, though. Yeah, this was, was wonderful. I mean, um, you guys, it just happened the past, like, week and a half that ghosts came back in the news. Oh, yeah. There's major ghost news. Yeah. For example, this article is literally the catch, the, the tag on it is that's the spirit. The queen wow. is sharing Windsor Castle with 25 ghosts during lockdown, including one she's claimed to have seen. Oh, my God. The ghost is a, I mean, the queen is a believer. <laughs> She is a believer, and she thinks that she has seen uh, the ghost of Elizabeth I. I mean, she definitely has. You're telling me the palace isn't haunted? Like, it's it's gotta be haunted. Oh, that castle is every fucking every building in England is haunted. Yeah, Yeah, it's a it's a it's a well known fact. Square foot, as we well know. Like, whenever we can't think of a ghost, we just Google England ghost. I know, and they all claim to be the most haunted place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the most haunted Pretty place. Pretty annoying. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, <laughs> this is also from this week. Are ghosts haunting the British Museum? Yes. Yes, the answer is yes. Inexplicable noises, spectral sightings, sudden drop in, drops in temperature, something strange is going on at the British Museum. Well, guess what? Tis a ghost. I mean, guys, the British Museums are the definition of museums. Is old shit that doesn't belong to you. Yes, yeah, like, old shit. It's full of fucking ghosts. Yeah, it's of course you're taking the spookiest, oldest, most mysterious objects. You're putting yeah. them all together that were hidden away, sometimes often buried. Also, sometimes oh, yeah. people's bodies are in museums. Oh my god, so many mums, so many yeah. mums. Skellingtons galore. Now, this is kind of the opposite of England. Uh, quarantined with Tampa Bay's ghosts? Some wonder if they're stuck in haunted houses. Wow. And there's some really beautiful photos in this uh, this article of uh, houses around Florida. And the ghosts, there is an interview with one man um, about ghosts that he thinks are in his bathroom. And there's just a photo of his tub. Okay. So, he just wanted to share it. It is a nice tub. It's like a big copper tub. It's beautiful, Ooh, actually. Wow. He yeah. he did just want to share the tub, I think. No, I would too. Um, but I do have an actual ghost, or do I? I have a scary wow. thing, but it might not be a ghost. I can't wait. But wait, first, do you want to hear about this one article I found? Yeah, please. There's one article I found that right. says this to me. Social distance with the ghosts at Haunted... <gasps> Seguin Hotel. Ooh, 
that sounds so, like blue. It's in Texas, and basically, it's the it's the Magnolia Hotel, and you can you can go and book it now. The whole month of May has already been booked. June is filling up fast, according to the owner. We are open, and because of our self-checking and limited guests, four okay. allowed at a time. It has become very popular during social distancing. Uh, basically, it was in an episode of A Haunting in South Texas. Oh, okay. Which is an entire series, which is very fun. I love that. I love um, that it's a film show. Yeah, but it's uh, it's a it's a, apparently a haunted hotel, the Magnolia Damn. Hotel that you can stay in. It is open for business. Ugh, I love that name also. I know, me too. Magnolia. Yeah. So also, elegant. I tried to find like. Never mind. This will give away what I'm covering. I'm gonna save it. Ooh. Okay. E. I'm excited. Me All too. Right. My sources here, really quick, and this might give it away a little bit, are uh, Factinate, Live Science, MarineBio.org, and of course Buzzfeed. Great. Stephanie, Can't wait. Approximately seventy-one percent of the Earth is water covered. Tell me more. I bet. You, like me, wish you could see some of that beautiful blue agua right now. Oh, or do, I do. you? Oh, no. Maybe not. Maybe not after this. Uh-oh. Because despite the fact that the oceans cover 103 million square miles, which is more than all the land on the planet, scientists estimate that less than 5% of the Earth's oceans have been explored. In fact, we know more about the dark side of the moon than we do about the depths of the oceans on our own planet. No. Yeah. How come? Well, I'll start with the deepest part of the ocean, the Mariana Trench. Oh, man. Seven miles or 11 kilometers deep. If Mount Everest was put into the chasm, it would still be more than a mile from breaking the surface of the water. Come on. Really way too deep. It feels um, like Earth isn't even that, that, like, it feels like Earth isn't even that deep. It shouldn't be. I don't think it should be. Yeah, and I don't like it. I've seen the movie The Core, and I don't like it. No. I, mean, I like the movie, but I don't like this. Mm-mm. Uh Twelve people have stepped on the foot of the or on the surface of the moon, but only three have been to the bottom of the trench. And one oh, of those people, boy. famous director James Cameron. James, he has been to the Mariana Trench. Why um, did he get to go? I guess he like has his own submarine that he was doing all the Titanic stuff with. I do think he got obsessed there. with probably being underwater after the Titanic, yeah, or I even before it. He was, uh, uh, yeah, probably before it, but definitely while it was happening. So, oh, yeah. Um, he did go to the trench, but he was only able to stay for a few hours because it's the pressure is so crazy down there that you can't stay. Wow, I'm surprised he even got to stay a few hours. I know. Wow. Um, yeah, speaking of, hydrostatic pressure is one of the most important environmental factors affecting deep-sea life. And all of the creatures that live way, way down have adapted to it. uh, So much so that when they're brought to the surface, they generally die immediately because their gas-filled swim bladder expands and basically explodes. You don't have to tell me. I mean, we've all been there. 
Ugh, I I mean, when am I not experiencing rapid decompression? I mean, look, it, sometimes when your gas-filled swim bladder gets a little out of whack, mm-hmm. you just need to yeah. leave the party, you know? Yeah, it's going to be a bad night. Yeah. Um, yeah, for some of them, it's thought uh, that rapid pressure as well as temperature changes kill them because they're basically their molecules stop working. Um, wow. Hard to seen- experience. Uh, that's very frightening to hear. Well, like you've seen a picture of a blobfish. Oh, where it's sure. Like a big jelly, yeah. a jelly blob. Mm-hmm. But underwater, they live so far underwater that they just look like a normal fish down there. But they like fully collapse when brought up. So they're not a blob, really. No, they're not a blob down there. They seems only look unfair. like a blob on land. Seems unfair to be called that then. Well, we would also look like blobs underwater because guess what? Being at the bottom of the ocean would feel like being crushed by 50 jumbo jets. Oh, no. I I feel bad for the blobfish and myself thinking about all of these things. It is scary, but it gets scarier. Oh, no. Uh, So the ocean is divided into abyssal zones based on the depths of the water. Each zone. Why does it have to be called that? Because it's scary and you're you're descending into the abyss. Christ. Okay. Um, yeah. Each each zone, there are a bunch of them, has its own like defining characteristics. Uh, so the average depth of the ocean is like around twelve thousand feet, but light can only penetrate about three hundred thirty feet of water. Yes, I so know. Most of the planet is in a state of total constant darkness. Wow. It's so dark down there that scientists are still baffled about how many of the deep sea creatures reproduce, considering they can't see each other. Um, I mean, I guess I maybe this is really, really fucking stupid, but like, I guess we're assuming that they need light to see, right? Yeah, I think it's also like likely that they just use like echolocation and stuff like that. Yeah, like a vibration system. Yeah. Um here's a cute fact. A Cuvier's beaked whale is discovered to be the deepest diving mammal and it looks like a cute little dolphin. I thought that was fun. Ooh, I'm definitely gonna look it up. Here I go. Continue, continue. Um because of the darkness though, a lot of life in the deep sea does not or that doesn't rely on the sun or solar energy relies on volcanic vents on the sea floor and the bacteria which live around them. And those hydrothermal vents were only discovered in nineteen seventy seven. So scientists think that there are other like entirely systematic life changing discoveries that we just haven't bumped into yet. Wow. Um, yeah, the this beaked whale is really cute. It's cute, right? It looks like a fake painting of a whale. I know. It's so smiley. I love it. Wow. Okay, okay. Continue, continue. Well, That's insane to hear that they only know. That, yeah. That's insane. Um, two-thirds of marine life remains unidentified. No. New species are constantly being discovered, raising even more questions about existing marine life. And Stephanie, things can hide down in the deep sea. They can hide for as long as 70 million years. That's right. Excuse me? The coelacanth was thought to be extinct since before the dinosaurs until a recently dead specimen washed up in South Africa. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to just leave me a minute to look up what this is. How do you spell this? 
It is C O E L. <gasps> it's wow. very yeah, yeah. Oh my god, they're wild looking. And guess what? Not only have they looked pretty much the same for seventy million years, but they have pretty much the same genome, suggesting that they're evolving very slowly. So much so that they're more closely related to humans than modern fish. No, 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 you shut up. You, relative, you don't tell me that. I clear this. close relative of ancient fish that first developed legs. Don't say this to me. I'm sorry, but that is your brother. You can't say that. I know he's very long. You also know that I have that recurring dream where I just go to the top of a tower and it's an aquarium. And I put my hands on it, and someone says my name, and then I turn around, and then when I turn back, I'm in the aquarium now. Oh, God. I and hate it's that. honestly full of coelacamps. They're, oh. They all look like this. I'm they're sorry. They're all humongous and like this. Yeah, they're like water dragons. Actually, now that you say that, it, make, it does make me feel better to, to know that, that you think that they're like that. Yeah, they're like a dragon. Um, many deep sea creatures, though, are less cute and feed on detritus, the decaying remains of the microbes, algae, plants, and animals from the upper zones of the ocean. Um, scavengers on the seafloor that eat this rain of decaying matter include sea cucumbers, brittle stars, and rat tail fish. No. Um, the corpses of large animals like whales that sink to the bottom provide the, 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 sorry, hold on provide infrequent but enormous feasts for deep sea animals i'm sure you've seen this on planet earth that sped up time lapse mm -hmm. um this includes jawless fish such as hagfish which burrow into carcasses quickly here i go gonna look that one out, out. Mm -hmm. scavenger sharks crabs a newly discovered group of worms called osadax meaning bone eater which grow root-like structures into the bone marrow wait are you fucking kidding me with the hagfish <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is. Did you look this up? Oh yeah, all of these fish are nightmare, nightmare. This is like maybe the worst thing I've seen. No, it's they're definitely worst ones. I'll send you some of the worst ones. You're really but, not going to like it. But the way it opens its whole face and then just has like. Oh, I know. Well, you've oh, seen a goblin shark, right? Goblin shark is a well-known one. Mm -hmm. This I feel like is a lesser-known beast. And um, really just so fucked up. Do you all yeah. remember like that toy when we were little? It's basically a tube. Mm -hmm. And it, it's a tube that had like a hole inside of itself that was also yeah. made of itself. So it's full of gel. And you could basically yep. just like play slide with it, it. Have the tube, slide it. And then like, you know, or like, a little, like a little, yeah, do something like that. Imagine it's that. But when you go to like, pull the tube inside of itself, you get, like, what looks like the horrible face of a snail covered in long fangs. Oh, no, And that's a hagfish. Ugh. Well, oh, I'll man. definitely post a photo of them, but Steph, I have an Instagram account of, like, a Russian man who posts You sent this to me. Fish I've ever seen. I have this. It's oh, truly upsetting. It's so upsetting. Oof. It's but so I can't unfollow. <laughs> you can't unfollow. Better to know what's down there. You it's know? important to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
There are deep sea fish like gulper eels with very large mouths, huge hinged jaws, and large and expandable stomachs to engulf and process large amount, uh, large quantities of food. Um, (laughs) Another adaptation that science still doesn't fully understand is deep sea gigantism. No. Now this is exactly what it sounds like. It's the tendency for certain types of animals to become truly enormous in size. No. No. You already know the giant squid, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. But there's an even bigger one, Stephanie, the colossal squid. <gasps> there's the giant isopod. No. The king of herrings or fish. I actually like the the king of herrings. Yeah, so that's fine with me. Fish, which people think is the source of sea serpent legends. Very fun. Love that. The recently captured giant amphipod from Let seven. It go. What do you mean captured? In New Zealand. Well, put it back, everyone. He's in prison. Wow. Um, and there are giant tube worms of hydrothermal vents who grow well due to abundant energy supplies. Oh. Um. Yeah, there are a couple different reasons why something could live to be or could grow to be so enormous, um, but it's not always known how they achieve that growth. It might simply be a result of having long lives. Speaking of which, some deep sea creatures can live for centuries, including that Greenland shark that you've probably seen a photo of. Yes. Uh, who's all beaten up and eyeless and stuff, thought to be over 500 years old. Wow. Yeah, I mean that you gotta give it up. You oh, gotta give it up it. for that shark, and yeah. he's just—he's just one of the ones that shows itself to us. But think Ooh. of all the friends that are way downstairs. Oh my god, know? so many, so many. Yeah. Um. So oceans also have lakes and rivers that exist underwater. When seawater seeps through thick layers of salt, the salt dissolves and forms depressions in the seafloor, creating brine pools. These wow. can even have shorelines, waves, and even waterfalls. Wow. Um, what? One of them, uh, the Denmark in under the Denmark Strait, is three times the height of Earth's highest above-ground waterfall. Wow. It carries almost 2,000 times the amount of water of Niagara Falls. So it's just a raging waterfall underwater. I feel like for a second I was like, how does it do that? But now I'm thinking like air is just less dense water. Mm -hmm. So in a way, we're also having waterfalls in the ocean. You're making a lot of sense. Air has water. Imagine you're diving underwater and you see a fucking beach and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Which way is up? It reminds me of uh, like when they flood towns like to make dams and yes. stuff and how confusing that would be, even though I also think it looks really cool. I would it live in an scary. underwater town. Now, I mean, no one's ever like hung out in this underwater waterfall because... Mm-hmm. No, I think you'd be crushed. Yeah, you'd be crushed, yeah. Um, Not to mention, if you went to the bottom of the ocean, you would probably freeze to death because sea temperatures are usually around zero degrees. Cool. Um, Polar waters obviously are colder. How do animals down there not freeze to death? Well, they've adapted to the cold by having 
loose, flexible proteins and unsaturated membranes that don't stiffen up in the cold. And uh, to explain what that analogy or that with an analogy, it's kind of similar to like they wouldn't survive up here in the same way. They would fall apart in the same way that olive oil melts at room temperature. Wow. Yeah. Can you just repeat that 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 scientific part you said? Yes. Uh, They have loose, flexible proteins and unsaturated membranes that do not stiffen up in the cold. I'm making that my new dating profile. Mm-mm-mm. Bio. Write it right in. I thrive in the cold. Mm. Wow. Um, well, I love that. That's last, crazy. I know. But also sad to imagine them being like, no. I know. Melting. <laughs> um, last but not least, of course, there are millions of skeletons at the bottom of the ocean. It oh, is yeah. littered with them. And some of them, Stephanie, have been arranged in fun ways by giant other sea monsters. <gasps> That's right. Wait, in 2011, what? researchers first suggested the existence of the ancient sea monster, the Kraken. And this is from a new, a real news website. In 2013, those researchers claimed to have more evidence to back up their controversial theory. Not only did they discover a second example of strangely arranged bones, dinosaur bones, they've found a fossil that appears to be the beak of an ancient squid or octopus. Octopus. Kraken are said to troll the Triassic Seas and would crush ichthyosaurus and arrange their bones into pleasing patterns. They just use our bones for decoration? Uh, their bones are the, are art are their art wow they just i just wanted that. to make art you know and what i love I it respect that i do too because people use antlers all the time for art and why That's not just true. use a human bone on a seafloor well yeah if you're down there also like i i was gonna say maybe you have limited stuff to work with but not really you've got a pretty good amount of stuff but if a bone washes up, like, yeah, that's a great, like, material to be working with. It's really versatile. Oh, my God, definitely. It stands out. Bones you know. are like the, the opposite driftwood. Oh, my God. You can do anything with them. Yeah. You can do anything with them. Yeah. Wow. Ugh. Well, anyway, I, so I mean, just like. a little bit. All this stuff that you told me about the ocean in a normal timeline would make me afraid. It just makes me want to go down there. I'd do anything. Well, if you, you know? can get in touch with Mr. James Cameron, I bet you could. I'll shoot him an email after this. Shoot him an email. Yeah. See if he yeah. gets back to me. That's What's wild. What's he doing? He's not directing anything right now, I'll tell you that. He definitely can't be. He might be, like, in the ocean, like, quarantining yeah, at sea. he's just down there. Yeah, he's I wouldn't just, put like, it past him. 20 feet out. Yeah, why not? Um, wow. Wow. I can't stop thinking about the hagfish. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to take in. Um, much to consider here. Well, for this reason, thank you so much for sharing this because now everyone can be not upset about the beaches not opening this summer. Oh, yeah. No. You don't want to be out there. You don't know what's out there. No. And what we do know of what's out there is horrifying. So, the hagfish is going to suck on your toe. 
Mm-hmm. And you you'll keep the toe, but you won't you won't want it by then. You know. Oh, you'll keep the toe, but it will be marked. Yeah, it'll be different from then on out. Yeah. Um, holy Lord, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna like sharp pivot. Have you, yeah have you a gig gig for I, me i do and i don't i do and i don't i have right. um i'm i'm covering today a topic that i i love so much but first i'm just gonna um how do you pronounce this website cora cora oh you yeah know the one yeah. um i did accidentally come across someone asking can birds see ghosts <gasps> good question i mean what's the answer yes oh my god yeah how do they know um it seems as though it seems as though one woman just decided so patricia Mm -hmm. answered this she says sure all animals see the dead well sure all spirits are as energy animals can sense the energy it's more heightened than humans. It's more okay. heightened than humans is the sentence. <laughs> Unknown forces wow. can disrupt their migration patterns. Birds in general always had a special significance with the spirit world. Mm-hmm. A bird flying into the window, bad omen. Loved wow, ones coming true. as doves or cardinals. These aren't like, these are just like kind of suspended phrases that she's not explaining. Birds mm-hmm. have a lot of supernatural significance, no period. Um, after this, there's just like a a bunch more people all in their sixties agreeing with her. Wow. Yeah. Animals have acute senses. Ugh, that's Um, like all the internet is. Yeah. Yeah. Then this man saying, they say that children and some animals can, but children (laughs) lose the ability as they get older. As for pets, I have to wonder. So this guy you know, he goes on to explain experience with a cockatoo. Oh, my God. As it was sitting placidly on his wife's shoulder. Oh, no. Um, you what know. What did it see? It, it hopped off the shoulder, cocked its head sideways to get a better look between the mattress and the headboard. I guess they were laying in bed with the bird. Sure. Next thing, he threw his crest full up and started hissing. He let out several alarm screams before hopping off the far end of the bed and making a beeline out of the room. Well, I guess Uh, that could only be a ghost. All this ends like this. My wife and I I leaned over and looked under the bed, period. End of story. Wait, what? You can't just leave it there. That's all Rick Klugman wants to share with us. Absurd. I How don't know. dare you? Related questions to this are, can birds see ghosts like dogs and cats can? Mm-hmm. How do you know if there's a spirit attached to you? Well, what is Yeah. What is a person who can feel spirits, ghosts, called? How do I know if there's a spirit entity in my home? How do I deal with it? Which is a really good follow-up. That is a good question and a even better follow-up. That's I mean, honestly how do you deal that's with it? The, crux of the problem, right? And how can I tell if there's a spirit in the room? So um, can birds see ghosts? Jury's still out. For me, at least, I don't really know if, if I've gotten a satisfactory answer on that one. It is um, hard to know, but it sounds like, based on that story, absolutely yes. Absolutely. 100% yes. 
uh, based on uh, four 60, 60 year olds in West Palm Beach. Yes. yes. Um, today I'm, I'm covering a topic near and dear to my heart goblins. <gasps> now, I've covered them before. I've covered them before, but I didn't well, cover them enough. I feel Let like there's always more to say. There is um, also, I, I hate to bring this up. I was looking up goblins and I searched goblin news and yeah. goblinnews.com or like if you were to search goblin news right now, the very first result is a website that's all in Russian except what? for the word goblin news. What do you mean? Um, I'm just going to have to send it to you. What does text it mean? Okay. I don't know, but you'll see pretty soon that what I'm about to send you is insane looking. And I don't know if I accidentally went to the dark web, but you'll see that the word oh goblin news is at the top. And it's the only words that aren't in Russian. Oh my God. The thumbnail alone is so, sc- who is this man? It looks like goblin news is the title of a news, like a, a broadcast that he does because when you scroll down, it's just Goblin News 88, Goblin News yeah. 87. But it's Goblin like News own... is the only English, and then the rest is all in Russian. Maybe he just, like, chose two random words that he thought looked cool in English? I don't know, but I'm going to have to watch a couple Goblin News. Yeah, I mean, just to at see. your own peril. yeah. This could be, I think that I'm going to get, like, if, if if you watch too much Goblin News, I do think that you will get radicalized. Um, to, to something, for sure. To something, but we don't know what. We don't know what. We don't know. Um, I did just translate it to English. Okay. Um, it just seems like regular news so far. Okay. Well. Yeah. Uh, I do think Goblin that News 51, Long words. Tentacles of Russia. I do think, yeah, Goblin has almost nothing to do with this. Yeah, it seems like he just picked some cool words. And they are cool words together. They are cool words together. But it, it, it as you can see, it, it is misleading to someone like me. It is. And it's interrupting the process. Yeah. Yeah. But I thank him nonetheless. Um, yeah. So I'm going to be doing some goblins. Tell and me. Tell I'm, me I'm covering. Story. Some other fun ones. So this is kind of a gentle, um, maybe like a husky jeans, um, you know, boyfriend fit episode for me because mm. uh, I didn't get as much time to really dive. But actually, now that I'm looking over what I have, yet again, somehow it's too much. So let me just crack into it. Yeah, please. The Earl King. What is that? Earl King, a name used in German romanticism. That means king of the fairies. Okay. okay. Wait, okay. but he's also a goblin? He kind of, he's technically a, a, a gob. Technically. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would say the fairies and goblins are oh, super related. Yeah, like, they're, they're at least related. cousins. Yeah. Yeah, according to Jacob Grimm, the term originates with a Scandinavian word, Ilkong. That's obviously perfectly pronounced, (gasps) King of the Elves. And for a female spirit, Elverkongens Datil. Wow. Obviously. That was perfect. Exactly right. The Elven King's daughter. 
who's responsible oh. for ens- ensnaring human beings to satisfy her desire, jealousy, or lust for revenge. Sign well, me up. I mean, I get it. Yeah, don't you don't I even do, have to explain I that. Do, do. I mean, uh, yeah, satisfy my driving emotions. Lust for revenge. You had me at revenge. The New Oxford American Dictionary follows this explanation, describing the Earl King as a bearded giant or goblin who lures little children to the land of the dead. Okay. Oh, okay. So like in a lot of ways, he's like a Pied Piper. Yes, Robin. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly Yay. what the Pied Piper did. The correct trope of snakes out of Ireland. No, no. Oh, so close. We all know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the we correct word. No. Uh, so whatever. There's all this etymology I'm not going to get into. Fuck that. It's been suggested that the term may... No, it's even more word stuff. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang it's on. word stuff? <sighs> Dumb. Just some stuff about the word harlequin, how in medieval France, it, it was... It basically originated as the leader of the wild hunt, who we all know is Ooh. Odin. So I think that everybody wants in on the wild hunt, and I don't blame them, Why you know? Not? Yeah. I don't blame him. So let's talk about the king of the the king of the fairies' daughter. Yes, okay, please introduce this character in a German literature in Erl Konig's talk there, a ballad oh. published in his. Uh, so this was Johann Gottfried von Herdale, of course, in 1778, um, in the volume Smitten der Volker in Leidern. I gotta think I'm really nailing it. I do think that it's you sound to me like a native German speaker. Thank you. It was based on the Danish folk ballad Hail Olaf Han Leidel. Sir Olaf he rides. Oh. Published in 1739. Uh and basically what happens here is there's this Danish legend about an old burial mound, which we've also we've heard, we've talked about fairy mounds before. Yeah. And that's where the king fairy and his daughter live, right? Mm-hmm. That's a cool place for them to live, for sure. It's a cool place for them to, to live. Sir Olaf, he rides to his marriage, but being entranced by the music of the elves, an elf maiden, you know, he lures, she lures him as she is wont to do, invites him to dance with her. He's on his way to his own wedding, Okay. Oh. Of course, he refuses and spurns her. Of course. You know, offers, uh, she, she's like, I'll give you a present. I'll give you gold. Mm-mm. He says no. Angered. Honorable. She strikes him and sends him on his way. Deathly pale. Oh. Fuck. The following morning on the day of his wedding, his bride finds him lying dead under his scarlet cloak. Oh. But he did the right thing. He did the right thing, I have to yeah, say anything wrong she was in the wrong for slapping him yeah, i know but that's the whole thing about fairies and goblins is that they i guess they're yeah they're just jealous want what they want and if you don't give it to them they will just kill you yeah there's no righteousness there's oh. no right there's no good it's Man, just so hard being alive you know do what you want yeah um very very fun the Earl King, it's it's basically like if if you want to know what i think the Earl King is the ultimate Mm-hmm. Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Oh my God! You don't need the have Leprechaun to say it. character. Okay? That is the king. Yeah, that's the king of the leprechauns. 
So that's basically just just like a little bit about the Earl King. I'm also yeah. going to talk a little bit about a Pukwudgie. Oh, do tell me more. I I I know the name, but I don't know the lore. Pukwudgie is basically uh, translated to little man, little wild man of the woods that vanishes. Wow, which is very cute. Uh, creature found in Delaware. Yeah. And Wampanoag folklore, sometimes said to be four to five foot tall. Not that little, honestly. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. According to legend, a Pukwudgie can appear and disappear at will. Lure people to their deaths, a common theme. Use magic, launch poison arrows, and create mm. fire. I'm going to ask Zach if I can be a Pukwudgie in the next campaign we do. I bet you could. That sounds like a like a very fun one to play, just like I a really little like destructive it. goblin. Yes. Uh, so the Wampanoag believed that Pukwudgies were once friendly to humans, but then turned against them and are best left alone. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Why did like they an turn? An ex-friend. I don't know. I think it's got something to do with something we did, though. Mm, probably. You know? According is. to lore, a person who annoyed a Pukwudgie would be subjected to a nasty trick. Oh, no. I hate tricks. Yeah. Or you'd be followed by the Pukwudgie, who would cause trouble for you. Okay? Oh. They are known to kidnap people. They just no. come right off and say it. They're, I'm known to do it, they say. Push them off cliffs, guilty as charged. Attack their victims with short knives and spears and no. and use and use sand to blind them. What? All right? Okay. I mean, they're, they're just, just being honest. Yeah, You've been known I mean, to do it. Nice. It's nice that they're just open about it. They've been known to do it. Here's a little song about them. Okay? Right. Song right. of the Hiawatha. Here's here here it is. Please. Begins like so. Far and wide among the nations. Spread the name and fame of, oh no, Quasand, maybe? No man dared to strive with Quasand. No man could compete with Quasand. But the mischievous Pacquachis, mm. they, the envious little people, they, the fairies and the pygmies, plotted and conspired against him. I mean, this this is a section called the death of Quasand, so... I do take that to mean that the Pukwudgies did win. Mm, yeah. Pukwudgies also, listeners, you may recognize them from, you know, they do exist in the Harry Potter universe. Oh, so interesting. That may be what you know the name from. Yeah. But they they are real. They are, uh, yeah, you heard it here first. They're real. <laughs> um, I do also just like very quickly want to go over two other little things. These okay. are gentle in that they're stories, but... You know, when I did an episode of, this is kind of a combo episode of when I did goblins and then when I did like some fairy tales. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read you some fairy tales, okay? But these ones feature goblins. Oh, perfect. This one's from um, a a book from the Lang's Fairy Book series. Do you know this? No, I don't think I know. This was a, a dude called, I'm pretty sure his name was Andrew Lang, which seems like a now at times name that does but seem like a modern one he was he was a uh, you know he published in between like 1889 and 1913 um and i'm telling you like like 30 books of wow. like fairy tales compilations truly there's one called the gray fairy book and this is um 
35 stories, many from oral traditions, French, German, and Italian. Um, beautiful first edition I'm looking at here with like a fairy riding an owl and a crescent oh. moon. Oh, oh Lordy Lou, but I wouldn't give all of these first edition, like Robin, you oh, just, you just like, like they're so gilded beautiful. Covers. Yeah. Um, so I'm, 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 I'll read you one story, but I do want to share a couple other ones. Yeah. Uh, in this tome, you will find the, the tale donkey skin. Oh no. No, no, Possible no. enchantment. Mm. The goat faced girl. No. What no. comes of picking flowers? Oh. Don't worry, the magician's horse is also in this. No. <laughs> I do mm-hmm. like that one actually. That's the one that I like. Yep. Uh Mohammed and the Magic Finger. <laughs> Ooh, I what's that one? I don't like? know. Prunella. Okay, that's interesting because that's very close to what we call the the witch that we say lives in the well at my parents' house. It's very likely that this is a witch. And in fact, I think I recognize, if I had to guess, if I had to guess this is an Italian witch. Here I go, clicking. Ooh, yep, get in there. Oh, guess who was right. Yep. Yay. It's an Italian witch. And, oh. well, hang on. I, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. It's Italian. I know that for sure. A version of the tale appears in A Book of Witches, so you know it's a witch, all right? Yeah, it's got to be a witch. Oh, you know it. We call the witch in our parents' well Frunilla, which is probably just like a weird version of this. I love that. Wow. Well, let's see if let's see if we have time and I'll read you I'll read you Prunella. Okay. Maybe. Um, but there's another, there's a couple other really, there's just the simpleton, which does feel hurtful to me. Yeah. Um, the sun child, you know, really nice and and normal sounding, but you know, we all know the normal ones are really the fucked up ones. And the one I'm going to read you today is called the goblin pony. Mm. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Don't stir from the fireplace tonight, said old Peggy, for the wind is blown so violently that the house shakes. Besides, this is Halloween, when the witches are abroad and the goblins, who are their servants, are wandering about in all sorts of disguises, doing harm to the children of men. Why should I stay here, said the eldest of the young people. No, I must go and see what the daughter of old Jacob, the rope maker, is doing. She wouldn't close her blue eyes all night if I didn't visit her father before the moon had gone down. I don't understand. That's a whole history that I don't understand about. Yeah. I must go and catch lobsters and crabs, said the second. Excuse me? That's you. You are the second child of your family. I mean, yeah, I must. And not all the witches and goblins in the world shall hinder me. That is you. This is a a, a mm-hmm. character built for you. Nothing can stop me from getting those yeah. lobs. So they all determined to go on their business or pleasure and scorned the wise advice of old Peggy. Only the youngest child hesitated a minute when she said to him, I guess Peggy is a man? I don't know. You stay mm-hmm. here, my little Richard, and I will tell you beautiful stories. So Richard, okay. the tiniest one, Aww. I would also get convinced to stay. 
but he wanted to pick a bunch of wild thyme and some blackberries by moonlight and ran out with the others. When they got outside the house, they said, the old woman talks of, it is a woman, the old woman talks of wind and storm, but never was the weather finer or the sky more clear. See how majestically the moon stalks through the transparent clouds? Mm-hmm. Then, all of a sudden, they noticed a little black pony close beside them. Aha, uh-huh, they said. This is old Valentine's pony. It must have escaped from its stable and is going down to drink at the horse pond. Oh my God, I want the My pony. little pretty pony, said the eldest, patting the creature with his hand. You mustn't run too far. I'll take you to the pond myself. Aww. With these words, he jumped on the pony's back and was quickly followed by his second brother, the crab brother. Wow. Then by the third and so on, till at last they were all astride the little beast down to the small Richard who didn't they like to be left behind. They all did. On the way to the pond, they met several of their companions, and they invited them all to mount the pony, which they did. And the little creature did not seem to mind the extra weight, but trotted merrily along. The quicker it trotted, the more the young people enjoyed the fun. They dug their heels into the pony's side and called out, Gallop, little horse! You have never had such brave riders on your back before. In the meantime, the wind had risen again. And the waves began to howl. But the pony did not seem to mind the noise, and instead of going to the pond, cantered gaily towards the seashore. Richard began to regret his time in blackberries, and the eldest brother seized the pony by the mane and tried to make it turn round, for he remembered the blue eyes of Jacob, the rope maker's daughter. But he tugged and pulled in vain, for the pony galloped straight on into the sea. <gasps> no! Till the waves met its forefeet. As soon as it felt oh the water, God. it neighed lustily Ooh. and capered about with glee, advancing quickly into the foaming billows. When the waves had covered the children's leg, legs, they repented their careless behavior and cried out, The cursed little black pony is bewitched! If oh, we had only listened God. to old Peggy's advice, we shouldn't have been lost! Oh, my God. Further the pony advanced, the higher rose the sea. At last, the waves covered the children's head, and they were all drowned. Wow. Towards morning, old Peggy went out, for she was anxious about the fate of her grandchildren. She sought them high and low, but could not find them anywhere. She asked all the neighbors if they had seen the children, but no one knew anything about them. No. Except that the eldest had not been with the blue-eyed daughter of Jacob the rope maker. No. As she was going home, bowed with grief, she saw a little black pony coming towards her, springing and curvetting in every direction. I don't know if that's how you say that word. When it got quite near her, it neighed loudly and galloped past her so quickly that in a moment, it was out of her sight. Wow flaunting it right in her face so what we're learning is that a goblin just like a ghost can be anything oh okay of course it can be a, can be a pony. simple pony yeah. it can be Ugh. it can be okay dating yeah do you want to hear one more i would love to hear one more i can't stop thinking about all those 
all those tiny boys on one pony. I can't stop thinking about Richard, who just wanted to pick oh. some time. Well, but in he, the moonlight, he's okay, right? No. Oh fuck. Okay. No, they all did unfortunately die. Oh, um, for some reason I thought Richard got left behind. No, he he almost did because Peggy was like, "I'll tell you a beautiful story," but he oh, decided okay. to go. Okay. I know. I know. It's very sad. Yeah. This is called the Goblin and the Grocer. Oh. Okay. okay. Danish. This one. Once a student lived in an attic while a grocer lived on the first floor. With a goblin. Uh. Or a nissa, which is another word for goblin, which I did cover in our goblin episode. Go check it out. Yeah. Because the grocer traded the nissa for Christmas with a dish of porridge. Yum. With a large lump of butter in the middle. Yum. Yum. The goblin was, for this reason, attached to the grocer. Well, yeah. Yeah, you can't just, like, give somebody a porridge, or- like a butter-filled porridge, and not think that you're now attached yeah. One day, the oh, student came. Yeah, of course, the student who lives in the attic came to buy cheese and candles. Duh! Then he discovered that his cheese was wrapped in a page from a poetry book, so he bought the book instead of the cheese. Oh, I joked okay. that the grocer knew nothing about poetry. The goblin, offended by the joke, wow. which I totally get. Like, excuse me, don't just talk this way to my grocer. Okay. Yeah. Okay? It's well, rude. The goblin used magic to make everything in the room speak. Oh, okay? What? They can just do that? Yeah. And they all agreed the poetry was useless. Well, okay. Come on. The goblin was just like, oh, okay, you don't think we know anything about poetry? Snip, snap. Everything in this room can talk. Every wow. man in my can talk. Tell him. Wow. Tell him about poetry. It's useless. Yep. And it's coming from everywhere. Every pencil in the room, a table, a chair, a wall, a clock. Everything is telling you. That is terrifying. Yeah. The goblin went to tell the student more, but he saw a beautiful, marvelous tree of light in the student's room. The most splendid thing he had ever seen. Hmm. And that stopped him in in his tracks. What could it be? Well, he kept going back to watch the tree of light through the peephole. Which I don't really get why peepholes existed in private homes, but could not stay there. For the grocer gave him jam and butter, obviously. So mm-hmm. you got to go where, you, where the butter is. You got to follow that butter. One day when there was a fire, the red-capped Nissa, red-cap is also another name for goblins. That's right. Ran to save the poetry book. The, the So, okay, this is kind of strangely written. There was a fire in the attic. Wanted to say the poetry book, realized that he thought the book the greatest treasure in the house. The okay. goblin did. Still, he decided. So he basically, this is a story of a goblin having a change of heart. Aww. Okay. Okay. Realizes what he did was wrong. Uh, decides he wants to split his time between the grocer and the student. Wow. Okay. Because. The student has a beautiful tree and the poetry book, but no porridge, and the grocer has the porridge. Mm, Interesting. Okay. Okay. It's also like, this is a very interesting one, because I guess it's been mistranslated a lot. Yeah. So there's like so many different ways that this one could go, but this is the version that I found. Okay. Um, So this one's a lot more gentle. 
a lot more gentle. And in the illustrations, the goblin just looks like a child. I don't know if I think that the goblin looking like a child makes it better or worse. I guess like it, a, a child, like, like a small Santa's elf. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, that's, I can, I can live with yeah. that. Do you want to hear the story of Prunella? Yes, I do. That's our last one? Okay. Prunella. A girl went to school, and every day she picked a plum from a tree along the way. Wow. And she called, she was called Prunella because of this. Because prunes are plums, you know? Yeah. But the tree belonged to a wicked witch, and one day she caught the girl. Prunella is the girl, so not the witch. Prunella grew up as her captive. One day, the witch sent her with a basket to the well Uh-oh. with orders to bring it back filled with water. Wait, maybe this is what the name we use is based on. It could be. There's certainly a well. Mm-hmm. I know that this is something my mom told us about growing up, and uh, I'm very, very afraid of wells. It could be this, but it's also Little Jessica related. Oh, um, yeah. So if anybody doesn't know about Little Jessica, you're baby honestly, Jessica. yeah, baby Jessica, you're <laughs> little Jessica. She's also you're, little, though. Yeah, she's little and baby. Um, <laughs> you're too young to be listening to this podcast if you don't know about baby Jessica. Oh, yeah, sign off. Um, so Prunella sent to the well to fill a bucket with water. The water seeped out every time, and Prunella cried. A handsome young man asked her what her trouble was and told her that he was Ben Sebel, the witch's oh. son. If she kissed him, he would fill the basket. Oh, uh, gross. I don't like that. She refused because she was a witch. He was a witch's son, which sure. is like really a good reason. Very smart. But he filled the basket with water anyway. The witch then set her to make bread from wheat while she was gone. And Prunella, knowing it was impossible. What? Wait, isn't that the main ingredient of bread? Wheat? Yeah. Did, well, yes, it certainly is. I don't know why but... Prunella thought it was impossible to make bread, wheat into bread, but she did. Maybe she, she said it for a time and then cried. Maybe it's true. Mm-hmm. Ben Sabel appeared. She again refused to kiss the witch's son, but he did make bread for her. All right. Finally, the witch sent her over the mountains to get a casket from her sister. Okay. Knowing her sister, casket, though, remember, didn't mean that. It just meant yeah. basket. Um Okay. You would also learn that in our episode about oh, that's true. Coffin history. Fun a coffin. lot of a lot of shout outs to old episodes today. Yeah. Um, casket from her sister, knowing her sister was an even more cruel witch who would starve her to death. Ben Sibel told her and offered to save her if she kissed him. She refused. Okay. He gave her oil, bread, rope, and a broom, and told her at his aunt's house to oil the gate's hinges give a fierce dog the bread, give the rope to a woman trying to lower the bucket into the well by her hair, okay, and give the broom to a woman trying to clean the hearth with her tongue. I think I had a book about this. This is so familiar. Okay. Then she should take the casket from the cupboard and leave at once. She did this. As she left, the witch called to all of them to kill her, but they refused because of what Prunella had given them. The witch was enraged with when Prunella returned. She ordered Prunella to tell her in the night which cock had crowed whenever one did. 
Prunella still refused to kiss Ben Cybel, but he told her each time the yellow and the black crowed. When the third one crowed, Ben Cybel hesitated because he had still hoped to force Prunella to kiss him, and Prunella begged him to save her. He sprang on the witch, and she fell down the stairs and died. Damn. And guess what? What? Prunella finally did marry him, okay? And they lived happily ever after. All right. Well, it sounds like a, a little. she was a little bit forced, but yeah. It says here she was touched by his goodness and agreed to marry and li- him and then lived happily ever after. I right. really like this story because it is a tale of somebody being like, I'm at my wit's end. I have nowhere else to turn. And someone being like, I have the solution, but only if you kiss me. And yeah. still she was like, no. No. Yeah, no. no, I do like that. I also like Every that the message is like, be so nice to people that they won't like narc on you basically yes mm-hmm. like if you that. help others they will help you but the main moral of this is no matter how bad it is you don't have to kiss someone you don't want to yeah absolutely if, through, you, if there's one thing to take away from that definitely it's also <laughs> like it's also it's, it's fun to give gifts yeah it's fun to give gifts it it really is like even if you're kidnapped and someone keeps trying to murder you, you only have to do what you want, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's really all I've got. anybody you don't want to. You definitely don't ever have to do that. Ever, ever, like ever. I'm picturing there was some book that we had as kids that I remember the image of her going around and, like, oiling the, greasing the gate and, like, doing all this other stuff giving everybody gifts and yeah i'm sh- i had so many oh my god yeah. so many fairy books and i mean i have them all at home still but mm-hmm. i mean and they were like I decrepit know. when i owned them as a child so i'm sure they're dust by now well um, you never know you never know if they were packed did. up they could just be hanging out in uh in a nice cozy box mm-hmm. somewhere as we know, I have many a fairy thing packed up in a box. Oh, as we well know. Yeah. Snow globe is just the start of it. Just oh, yeah. the tip of the iceberg. A couple statues, iron statues of, of fairies. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, 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 it's what I like. It's just what I like, okay? Look, I, I think it's great. I think it's terrific. And I like it. And I think that our listeners would agree that fairies are basically just cuter ghosts. Yeah. And so it's cool and it's fun. It's very fun and cool and also kind of dangerous, you know? Yeah. They're kind of dangerous as as we've learned. Yeah, there's um, so much So much. If I had to say one tip, honestly, it's listen to Old Peg on Halloween night. That's one yeah. big tip. And then another tip is um one one person per pony. I was going to say don't Cram onto that poor old pony with all your brothers. No, there's something bewitched about the pony if it lets more than two people ride it. Yeah, that's, you should honestly know then and there. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, you're never gonna, a a human, a pony of this earth is not gonna be able to do that. I mean, I don't need to tell you guys, you know. Never in a hundred years, though though it might wish to be a gentle steed for up to 10 boys. No, it just simply can't abide it. Simply not. 
no, no. Um, no. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess, oh, yeah. No, you go. You tell me. I was going to say my tip is just that if you're going into the ocean, be careful. Maybe wear water shoes mm-hmm. um, and just be very aware of your surroundings. Maybe bring a snorkel mask. Um, yeah. I would just say beware. Just beware. Yeah, beware. I, oh, wow, wow, water shoes. Yeah, think about water brought me shoes. Real, what brought me back there with water yeah. shoes. Those were fun. I never Those had were fun. them. I probably could have used them because I, I did develop a fear of uh, stepping on. There was like that the that the pond in our town where people would swim had like a liner under it that was yeah. made out of rubber. Mm-hmm. And I remember like making contact with it once and it scarred me because I was like, what that the at, fuck? Uh, Merwin Meadows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so terrifying to the me. The one thing though about water shoes is that they do, they're kind of like wearing a weight on your feet. So if you oh, go yeah, in like, if you go in further than you are high, it can get a little scary wearing water shoes, but they're delightful on like a, a rocky New England beach. Oh, delightful. Oh, sure. You can sure. just do whatever you want. Yeah, you can Oh, man. Too. I'm going to miss the shitty Long Island Sound beach. Oh, Wait. well. Oh, this summer, you mean? Yeah. Well, you can still drive to it and, and like, go look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. That was always the best part about the beach. Yeah, you the drive a lot. You the drive beach. it and look at it. Yeah, look at it from the parking lot. That's in the best car, thing about it. Yeah, in your car and look at it. That's what, yeah. that's what summer's all about, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. <laughs> well, everybody, listen. Uh, send us an email. Shoot us a whatever. Follow us on That's a Spirit podcast yeah. on Instagram and uh, at gmail.com, SpiritPod on Twitter, uh, thatspiritpodcast.com is yeah. our website. Yeah. Hey, you can buy some cool, um, you know, masks actually at yeah. our storefront um, on, on Public. So you can yeah. go go on and check out our, our store there, our merch store. You can get our, our branded masks. Mm-hmm. to put right on your face i believe we are at tpublic.com slash stores slash that's the spirit podcast i believe that's right yeah i believe that's right uh, yeah kind of fun yeah. Very well, we fun. hope you're all safe and we miss you a lot i know we miss you guys we hope you're staying indoors staying sane but also going somewhere where you can run around once in a while but oh, with no man. other asshole there no nobody else can see or be near um please stay safe please stay healthy we're thinking of you we love you we love you so much you know we'll see you there bye guys bye.